Hi, this is Dan Cassetta. Welcome to Flashback Friday on Changing Lives, Selling Knives. This podcast was created to share inspiring stories from people who are positively impacting the world using lessons and skills they first learned from selling Cutco knives with Vector Marketing Corporation. Episodes feature some of Cutco's most prominent alumni and top achieving current leaders. Flashback Friday is your chance to hear a short piece of one of my favorite past episodes. We'll hand select the best nuggets to share with you in this short form. The lessons of the Cutco Vector experience are numerous, are compelling, and are real world concepts for business and life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's flashback. Today, we are flashing back to episode number 147 with the inspiring Jeff Terezi. Jeff is among the top 25 sales reps in the history of the Cutco Vector Marketing Sales Organization and is also a published author and aspiring public speaker. But there's a real twist to his story in that Jeff battles with Asperger's syndrome. Being on the autism spectrum can be a monumental challenge for anyone in any role and is magnified by Jeff's choice of sales and public speaking as his vocation in life. But Jeff looks at this difficulty differently, and that has made all the difference. In this short snippet from our original conversation, Jeff covers a few concepts from his book, The Seven Key Abilities, How to Succeed Seven Days a Week. He explains how and why he learned to choose gratitude, teaches how to create an inviting environment, and shares what a purpose-filled plan looks like. Later, Jeff offers his powerful definition of true success. As you'll hear, Jeff communicates with well-chosen words that will speak to your heart. Don't miss the end of the episode where Jeff reads his signature poem called A Beautiful Spectrum. I know you'll be moved to see beyond your perceived weakness and instead be present to the beauty of your uniqueness. Jeff Terezi truly reflects the core philosophies that have built the Cutco Vector sales organization into such a great place to work with amazing role models who demonstrate how to live. We strongly encourage you to spread these philosophies by sharing this podcast with people in your network. The podcast is available for free on just about all podcast players. All episodes, guest bios, and show notes can also be found at changinglivespodcast.com, and you can support our podcast sponsors by clicking on the link marked Deals on the podcast homepage. Now, here's Jeff Terezi. Your most recent book is called The Seven Key Abilities, How to Succeed Seven Days a Week. What are some nuggets that you could tell us about? Absolutely. So in a nutshell, essentially, what I love about the seven key abilities is that's just it. They're they're abilities, they're skills. And so you don't have to be born of it. You can acquire it. And uh, when we break it down, it's all about cultivating, creating, and connecting. And so we want to start by cultivating a thankful heart, an empowered mind, and encouraging connections so that we can then create a clarified calendar and an inviting environment so that we can then connect with ongoing growth and a purpose-filled plan. A plan that not only makes sure that you're most profitable, but more importantly, ensures that your thoughts, your words, your actions, your relationships, and your pursuits are all in alignment to help you be your best self in all areas of your life. And so if I had to pick a nugget to start with, 
I became obsessed with gratitude quite a few years ago. And I think that's the foundation for everyone. I always start by asking a couple quick questions to people. Have you ever felt down on your luck? Have you ever felt stuck? Have you ever just wanted to yell, forget this? So here's the problem. <laughs> We'd all like to achieve more, receive more, hopefully give more, and enjoy life more. But something's holding us back, and you can't quite pinpoint what it is. It's as if you've run into a wall or hit a ceiling, and no matter what you do, you can't seem to break through. Well, it's time to break through. That's what I hope happens for people that read this book. And if we're looking at the base foundation of being able to break through to your next big breakthrough, if we want true transformation, where to start is with the heart. Now, do you know what the most attractive trait that a person can have is, Dan? Ooh. If you had to guess. <laughs> uh, oh, I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. It's not a body part. <laughs> <laughs> no, certainly, uh, you know, I think uh, how, how someone makes others feel like it's like this positive vibe to me is what, what really is the most attractive thing. Okay, well, that's an awesome answer. The answer I was looking for, though, is gratitude. Uh, besides being the healthiest human emotion, gratitude is also the most attractive trait, which means people gravitate towards grateful people. Mm. So when it comes to sales or marketing or leadership or whatever it is you do, if you want to be great, begin by being grateful. Mm. And I'm not proud to say this, but I was not always a grateful person. Um, in fact, my first memory of ever truly feeling grateful wasn't until I was 15. I see at the time, my two brothers and I could no longer live with our parents. My dad had to choose between us and his drug addiction. And he chose his drug addiction. Mm -hmm. uh, my mom had to choose between us and her boyfriend. And she chose her boyfriend. But my grandparents, I remember welcoming us into their home with open arms. And I remember feeling so grateful because I knew they didn't have to let us live with them, but they did anyway. They chose us, and for the first time, I chose gratitude. And so here's the key to cultivating a thankful heart. We have to recognize that gratitude is a choice. Gratitude embraces the now. It recognizes this moment is a gift. And one of the absolute best ways to embrace the now that I've found is to consciously appreciate each of your senses. And going back to the cubed poetry, I actually wrote a poem designed to do just that. And so if the listeners are in a safe space and they're not driving, what I want to encourage you to do right now is just close your eyes so you can relax and just listen to the words. I'll let you know when you can open them again. The poem's titled, Coming to Your Senses. Have you ever really wondered how fortunate you are? Have you ever thought your blessings could outnumber the stars? First, imagine if you suddenly lost your sense of sight. Would you miss seeing the differences between day and night? Now imagine if you lost the ability to hear. As silence whispers in both ears, could you still persevere? Now imagine if you suddenly lost your sense of smell. Could you bid the sweet sense of flowers and fresh air farewell? Now imagine if you lost the ability to taste. What joy could come from eating if all flavors were erased? Now imagine if you suddenly lost your sense of touch. Does just the thought of such a loss make you feel very much? 
While each sense is sensational, there's only one you need. It's the sense to give thanks, the sense from which all gifts proceed. You can open your eyes. Open your eyes and begin to see that each of your senses is the reminder of the countless gifts you can be grateful for if you choose to. Oh, Jeff, that, that was uh, really cool. The, the uh, cubed poem with the five senses, like that was really an awesome experience just to take that in. I appreciate that. As you go through the seven abilities, uh, it, it's about cultivating, creating, and connecting, cultivating a thankful heart, cultivating an empowered mind, cultivating encouraging connections. And then in creating, it's a clarified calendar and an inviting environment. Can you uh, unpack a little bit about creating an inviting environment? So yeah, to create an inviting environment, I actually call that breathe ability. I think if we're honest, it's safe to say that most of the time we focus on matters that don't actually matter. And when we expend energy focusing on stuff that doesn't matter, guess where it gets us? Nowhere. Coincidentally, when given space to stretch out and breathe, Nowhere becomes now here, affectionately referring to the here and the now. See, this is where we want to be, intentionally immersed in the moment. My dog and I like to take a jog most mornings. And one day during our jog, I thought to myself, why don't we just walk? Well, I thought, the sooner it's done, the sooner I can move on to the next thing that needs to get done. <laughs> what a horrible way to live. It was as if I was stuck in a self-imposed perpetual rush. And to live as such leaves little room to appreciate much, like the morning mist, or the squirrels playing, or the birds singing their songs. And so I slowed my pace and acknowledged that life is not a race. Instead of a job, we went for a walk, and it was beautiful. We were able to breathe in the morning mist, we watched the squirrels play, and we heard the birds singing their songs. You see, we removed the rush so we could savor the simple because it's the simple stuff that matters most. And so I think so many of the listeners here today need to find a way to remove the rush so they can savor the simple. And to do so, you need to be able to designate times and spaces throughout the day where you can relax and just focus on your breathing. See, this it's how you create an inviting environment by bringing the here and the now with you wherever you go. And so rather than running around all day continuously trying to catch your breath, it's time that you realize it's yours for the taking. And if you become conscious of that, that's when life truly becomes breathtaking. Cool stuff right there. I like the concept of removing the rush to savor the simple. Right, so many people are just rushing through every day, and they're always in a hurry, and they're always stressed out. And you know, typically, if you were to ask them what what were you stressed out about four days ago, they won't even remember. And so, it wasn't even yeah. worth getting stressed out about, right? Um, exactly. So good, so good. And then the last couple ideas on the seven key abilities are about connecting, connecting with with ongoing growth, which we've talked about, connecting with a purpose filled plan? Anything you want to share on having someone develop a purpose-filled plan? 
Yeah, absolutely. And so the final key ability is connecting with a purpose-filled plan. I call that show ability. The ability to show up and hold yourself accountable to maximizing your potential. I think the key is to be strategically accountable. See, for me, nothing moves the needle farther or faster than having a strategically accountable plan in place. One that ensures my thoughts, words, actions, relationships, and pursuits are all in alignment, help me be my best self in all areas of my life. Putting a plan in place requires some amount of planning. <laughs> See, trying to succeed without having a plan in place would be like throwing darts at a wall in the dark. Not only would you have no idea if you're hitting the target, but you wouldn't even know if it is the target. And that's how so many of us are living our lives. We're throwing darts at a wall in the dark. And it's time to step out of the darkness and into the light. It's time to put a plan in place. My definition of true success is this. True success is being able to consistently make choices that bring joy and meaning to my life and the lives of others. True success is being able to consistently make choices that bring joy and meaning to my life and the lives of others. It all comes down to choices, the decisions we make on a daily basis. Like, what will you think? What will you say? What will you do? Who supports you? And what will you pursue? And these are questions we all have to ask ourselves and decisions we all have to make. And when each answer you give helps you to be your best self, well, now you have a plan in place. And when each answer you give can be found in one place on one page, now you have your very own one-page plan for success. I trust that you got a lot out of this short section of our original podcast. To hear details about the planning aspect and a lot more of Jeff's story and lessons, check out our full conversation at episode number 147. We'll end this today with Jeff's inspiring signature poem, A Beautiful Spectrum. I don't literally take things, but I take things literally. Though I'm fully functional, I still struggle considerably. Words get stuck off the tip of my tongue, ceaselessly just out of reach, imprisoning me in some type of figure of freedom of speech. Nonverbal cues are many times missed or deplorably misread. How can two communicate when one can't translate what's being said? Therein lies the question that altogether needed to be asked, but the solution can't be found until the problem is unmasked. Here it is. I have Asperger's. But what exactly does that mean? I work well with the plan in place. Structure, systems, rules, and routine. With effort and expected delays, there's not much I can't convey. But be patient. I'm not naturally wired to work that way. My condition affects everyone I know and love, not just me, which is why clarifying questions must be asked regularly. With its so many strengths, I will not consider this a weakness. Those who do turn a blind eye to the beauty of our uniqueness. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's flashback episode of Changing Lives Selling Knives, you can find the full episode and show notes at changinglivespodcast.com. You can also sign up there to receive free resources from me and some of our amazing guests. If you click on the deals link on our podcast page, you'll see some tremendous offers from our podcast sponsors. 
please consider rating or reviewing us on your podcast player and hit the subscribe button so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. This is Dan Cassetta signing off. We'll be back in a few days for our next story about changing lives.